Hi, and welcome to season two of the Triathlon Mental Performance Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Neil Edge. If you're new to this podcast, please feel free to listen to previous episodes of the show. On this new season, every other episode, I'll be talking to both pro triathletes and other high-level athletes from endurance sports to share about how they've overcome mental challenges in training, in addition to tips that they've received about racing faster. I also want to share a small but meaningful way that you can support the time and effort that goes into creating these episodes. If you find the information that I share on this podcast helpful and you'd like to show your appreciation, I'd invite you to consider supporting me through my Buy Me Coffee page. I'll note the link in the show notes. For those of you that use Facebook, I have a group where I share daily triathlon mental performance tips and you're welcome to join. It's called Triathlon Mindset and I'll post a link in each of the episode's show notes. For those who have used Instagram, feel free to connect with me at triathlon underscore mental underscore performance. Also via my website at neiledge.com. That's N-E-I-L-E-D-G-E dot com. Please feel free to also write a short review on your podcast platform. I hope you enjoy the episodes. Have a wonderful day, Neil. On this episode, I talk about mental recovery days, what they are, why they're important, and what you can add to ensure that your mental recovery days are efficient. Now, for most people, we'll take recovery days in training, whether that's an active recovery day or whether that's a complete rest day. And we all do the same, and generally, we feel pretty good in terms of our own body, and we're ready to go again, depending on that uh, on that training block that we're in. Um, yet most people don't take mental recovery days. We all know that mental fatigue can significantly impact performance, decision-making, and motivation. Many of you constantly live in a state of fight, flight, or freeze. Your sympathetic nervous system is fully engaged, which is not good both for our training, but also for our mental health as well. We're so focused on training. We're so focused on many of the things that I talk about in my Facebook group, Triathlon Mindset. And if you're not there already, feel free to to find it on Facebook and join. I'll also put a link in the show notes. So I spent a lot of time there talking about being comfortable, being uncomfortable, extending your fatigue threshold, and a multitude of other tools to ensure that we race faster. But a very, very important part of that It's that mental reset. It's that mental recovery day. Now, personally, even though my, as you can imagine, being a a triathlon mental performance coach, that my mental game is pretty strong in terms of my routines in place. I refuse to do stress and I have tools in place to manage that stress should that creep in. Um, My morning and evening routines are all on point uh, and everything else, that's, that's normal given the fact that this is what I do. But at the same time, I still take one or two mental recovery days per month, days where my sole focus is purely on my mental health. It's purely on reducing stress. And there are a multitude of things that I do, which I'll explain in a second, that will ensure that I feel mentally refreshed once I've done that mental recovery day. And it really is very important. I would love it if every single athlete to one or two days out to purely and simply focus on their mental health. There's a lot of additional steps that I take 
to um, to focus on this mental recovery day, aside from the usual things like reducing stress, of which I, I always recommend that you track heart rate variability. And I've recorded a, a previous episode on that. You can check back and, uh, and listen to that and how to do it and how to do it effectively. Um, I ensure that my sleep's on point um, as normal. And so paying attention to the circadian rhythm. So for those of you that are not familiar with the circadian rhythm, we sleep in 90-minute cycles. And again, I've mentioned that in a previous episode. So I ensure that every night that I get good quality sleep. So it's not just a number, but I ensure that the right amount of deep sleep, which is typically 10% of your total sleep, REM sleep as well, rapid eye movement sleep, is all on point. Um, and other elements too that I that I use. But this is in addition to all of that. There are many, many things that we can do. Yeah. Number one, on my mental recovery day, so typically it's a weekend because I'm working pretty much all day with my athletes and then creating new um, new posts and you know, reading for two hours every day in terms of my own, um, increasing my own research and so on and so forth. But there are many, many, many things that you can do to create your mental recovery day. Um, one of the first things that I do on this day, typically it's either a Saturday or Sunday, which is my soul focused. In fact, one of the first thing I do is turn off my phone. So switch off my phone, no notifications, um, and I don't use my phone at all. The second thing that I'll do is when I wake up at usually 6, 5.36 in the morning, um, I wake up every the same time every day and I get up at the same time every day. That's to ensure that I keep the same sleep patterns. Um, wake up every day and the first thing that I do is get outside in nature. Wherever you are, we can always find nature, whether you're in a city or the countryside. Nature has a calming effect on the mind, helps to reduce stress and improve your mood. So what I normally do is I make sure that I get out for a walk. There are a multitude of other things you can do too. Um, I'm learning to play the piano. So um, playing musical instruments um, stimulates different parts of the brain, can be very, very therapeutic. I spend one or two hours on this particular day reading. So reading something that I wouldn't necessarily read rather than the usual mental performance tools and strategies and research papers that I read. Um, reading is wonderful for pleasure. It can be a great escape, reducing stress and enhancing mental relaxation. Um, as I've already mentioned, digital detox is an important one. So I don't look at my phone all day long. Um, mindful meditation, I also use. So I'll add a meditation in there. Um, so typically from anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour, um, and I'll meditate using the app Insight Timer that I've mentioned before on a previous podcast. And if, like I say, if you're in triathlon mindset, you will have heard me mention that a few times. Uh, it's a completely free app that you can download. And if you'd like any recommendations on specific apps, oh, sorry, specific meditations within that app, then feel free to send me a message. Um, super important. Um, enhances mental clarity, reduces stress, and improves your body awareness. This is all part of this day. And if I've got, if my mental recovery day is on a Saturday, I'll plan this on the Friday and the timings are, I'll have to keep pretty straight to keep a lot. Um, social connections, super important. Boost mood, um, provide emotional support, and just help with the mental break from training. Going off and having drinks, lunch, dinner with friends, um, all really does help. Um, I also use something called reflective journaling, which is for me is an important one. I write down thoughts, feelings, reflect on my mood, how I'm feeling that day. Um, 
it really does help to process thoughts. Reflective journaling is purely and simply that. I don't have a plan for it. I sit down at a certain time of the day, usually before I sleep on this mental recovery day, and I write down my thoughts and feelings for that day, how I'm feeling, what my mood is like, um, and it really does help to uh, to give me some clarity and just makes me feel so much better. And I include all these, all those things, on that day. So yeah, typically your your day can be from 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 me typically from six till six till nine or six till ten or whatever that may be. Um, I all include all of these on that day, and there's others that I include as well. By the end of that. The morning that I wake up the next day, which is then typically a training day, either a Sunday or a Monday, I feel it's almost like a complete mental cleanse. You know, for those of you that that cleanse your face once you've done it in the morning or the evening, you feel so much better. Cleansing the mind, exactly the same feeling. But it really is very, very important that you take you know, one or two days per month to do this. As I said, taking a rest day, that's great. It'll give your body relax. But it really doesn't do a lot for your mind. You're still checking social media all the time. You're still stressed at work. You know, you're still having disagreements, family, children, and so on and so forth. And so it really is very, very important. And as I said, you know, I talk a lot um, in my group with my athletes about mental toughness, about becoming mentally unstoppable, about how to extend that fatigue threshold so you can sit in that um sit in that space where you're really and truly hurting during a race and you're smiling you're feeling comfortable we use stress inoculation and many other tools in that that process and if you'd like details of that program you're welcome to uh, to send me a message um again i'll put the link in the show notes for this episode what is so important are these mental recovery days so i would encourage you all to add this into your schedule now feel free to send me a message or an email at neil at neiledge.com. Um, again, the email address will be in the show notes, and you're welcome to uh, all contact me via my website, which is neiledge.com, um, to ask me for uh, advice, or I can write out a specific mental recovery day for you in terms of timings, and we can discuss that. So super important. I really do hope that you all um, add a mental recovery day into your schedule one or two times per month. This really is very, very important. So I hope that you enjoyed the episode. I'm always happy to chat. Um, and so feel free to, as I said, join Triathlon Mindset if you're not already there. Um, contact me via my website, which is neiledge.com. If you'd like to consider improving your mental game, um, looking at faster, much faster race times than you'd ever expected or you'd ever believed, or you'd like to overcome a specific challenge, whether it's a mental block, whether it's overcoming swim panic, all of the programs are on my website and I'll be happy to have a chat with you to discuss how we can help you to move forward and achieve faster race times and overcome challenges. So hope that you enjoyed this episode. Feel free to share it with friends uh, and I look forward to recording the next one next week. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope that you found that useful. It will really help the show if you can click that follow button on your favorite podcast platform and also leave a review really will help. You're also welcome to join my private Facebook group, as mentioned, Triathlon Mindset. And so if you search Facebook for Triathlon Mindset, and I'll be happy to accept you into the group. But once again, thank you very much for listening.